Hey dear Tyler, good morning and how are you? I hope you're good, I hope you're fine. I hope this meets you well. Um, so I had a very, very long weekend. Um, traveled to Bauchi. I think I updated you on that. Traveled to Bauchi and um, came back on Sunday. Came back, I got in pretty late. Had to do some little tidying up and then ran over for Koinonia. Um, it was miracle service. It was traffic. We got home late. I think I got home like around after one. And so I wasn't able to actually do an episode yesterday. So my apologies for that. But I'm working on a system to make sure that we do not have such lapses again. So that, you know, we could just have a very, very cool free flow of um, activities and all when it comes to the podcast. So thank you so much for your patience. And I really do hope that you've listened to the other episodes. They're really, really heartwarming. Really, really heartwarming. And full of encouragement. Uh, So, yeah, so for today, we are going to discuss a very cool topic. What I ordered versus what I got. What I ordered versus what I got. Now, There's this trend, I think some years ago, it started now, you know, Nigeria and trends, or maybe it even happened around the world, but I think there's just this stuff about Nigeria, either um, whether we start a trend or we join a trend, we always, um, you know, we always, you know, like, magnify it, yes, that's the word, we usually magnify the trend to a point that it's almost... Yeah, we stretch it a lot. So you'd see people with, you know, very funny experiences. For instance, maybe like a tailor. Um, there's this design that you give a tailor, and the tailor's like, yeah, no, I know I can do this. I can do this style. And then when they deliver it, it's an absolute horrendous um, piece of of, <laughs> of clothing. It could be really bad. Um or you order a cake and I think that's one that's really really terrible I think I saw one of um, they ordered they ordered I think it was one of these Disney characters oh Jesus what what was delivered was was horrific it looked like something that was offered to a deity like a shrine or something and um and it was for a child. You know how children can be very, very particular about um, their Disney characters, their cartoon characters and everything. It was, I don't know, even me too that I saw it, I'm sure I would have been scared. Um, I would have preferred for them to just melt whatever icing design it was. Uh, and then social media vendors. I think those are, these are the people with the I know that that one is really bad where they could like post a picture of something and it looks absolutely glamorous um you'll be like hey I need to get this I need to get this and then you've done the whole order and then by the time your order comes it looks absolutely nothing absolutely nothing like what you ordered for absolutely nothing like what you ordered for or these hilarious 
very rude um, dispatch riders that once they you order food you order big moi moi and then when um, when it gets to you your moi moi is half there's egg inside but then there's no yolk or something like that you know all of those hilarious things and I think you can you know it's really disappointing because I think what disappoints the most is the anticipation it's the hope you know that there's something that happens to our minds when we see certain things something that happens to our mind and our mind you know sends some certain signals you know that whole excitement and then all of a sudden um you have you know they just they just let you down i think the best expression is that feeling of broken expectations broken expectations ah it can be absolutely 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 devastating i think for me one of the major disappointments come from comes from uh, every time i go to a boutique to buy stuff now even though i've learned from those experiences i avoid boutiques that have that bluish you know those fluorescent those neon lights yes they call them neon lights those blue neon lights now it's like what they do those neon lights have a way of um glamorizing inferior things so especially if it's white there's a way white looks under those blue neon lights it just looks beautiful now i never knew that the best thing to do is that um whatever you buy in such boutiques right just go outside and see it under direct sunlight under direct sunlight and so sometimes i've bought some really really amazing clothes based on the neon light um environment right and then when i get home it's like is this what i bought does it really look like this and you know i don't know that can be terrible that can be terrible it just you know sometimes it's even shoes and because like white is one of my go-to colors i just love white um i'm not very very colorful or knowledgeable when it comes to color combinations and all so um I I just like to keep it simple. You know, so the colors that I like are black, white, blue. You know, just those colors that you can't really go wrong in them. Yeah, and then they just complement each other. You can wear white on black, black on blue. Do you understand? Just something that is easy that will not stress you. So I personally don't like stress, amen. So by the way, that's just like on a side note. Um so you know having those shoes and then you now just come out of the place and it's, it's you know it's just totally different or um food there's way like food there's way you just see the food and um its presentation can be very very deceptive and then you now taste it and it's like ah I remember there was a time where um we were we were in Antwerp that's Belgium and we went on a train ride as a family so Pops took us from from Holland to Antwerp or so it was one of those terrible train rides 
and we wanted to eat so we had the option for either hot dog or hamburger and i wish i chose a hot dog eventually i got to hamburger and the hamburger was you know it was just terrible it was like somebody chewed the burger before they gave us but and all these examples right that i'm giving are just um expressions showing disappointment expressions showing disappointment now what about in life what about disappointment in life now that can be terrible where you've planned out certain things you know and especially after you've committed it into the hands of the lord you've planned out certain things and then all of a sudden all of a sudden everything just goes haywire months and months of preparation anticipation and then everything just goes south or you're trusting god for a certain thing and you know based on everything that you know you followed every principle you've kept your own part of the promise or part of the commitment part of the covenant and you know you've crossed all your t's you dotted all your i's and then all of a sudden it doesn't work the way you anticipate and you can literally look at god and be like but god this was not our agreement lord this was not our agreement I think it's really tough as a believer. Most times when you pray prayers and then they don't get answered. You can see the stress the answer they don't get answered. And I found myself, right? Because I've been in that state for a while where there are many things that I had planned out. I remember a few days ago I really, you know, just echoed out my heart before the Lord and I was like, "Lord, There were so many things that I had planned out. So many things that I had planned out. So many things that I believed you for. And as it stands now, it seems like nothing, not one of them is happening. And Lord, that's very, very painful. And the response I keep on getting is that all things work together for the good of those that love me. as encouraging as those words are they can sometimes be hard to swallow because for god saying that to us it means that he's fully aware of the fact that things didn't go the way we planned as in we as individuals planned right it means that god is absolutely aware and he's asking us to trust him that he would make things work well like literally asking us to trust him that he would that all things are still working in our favor and you know sometimes when those things don't happen there's a there's a loss that we might incur There's a loss that we might incur. Ah. And so it's like, okay, God, you're telling me to trust you. I trusted you that you would come through for me. And apparently you didn't come in the way that I wanted. 
I'm now at loss and you're trying to tell me that everything will work in my favor. Like, it's so hard to understand. You know, but it's like, God, this was not what we bargained for. I think trusting God, right? Trusting God is probably one of the hardest things to do. Or let me put it this way. Trusting God is hard to do when you do not have an alternative. Or when you do not have an option that can actually solve the issue without trusting God. So, let me try and put it in this way that it will be easily understood. Let's say you're trusting God for a particular thing, a particular item, a need, let's say, something worth a certain amount of money. And you already have a means of getting the money. It's easier to trust God because if at any point in time there's no answer, you can just draw from wherever that resource will come from. Right? And get it. And you you can still come out and say, God came through for me. Even if that was not the instruction of the Lord at that time. Now, when it becomes really difficult to trust God is when you do not have an alternative. It's easy to tell somebody the Lord will supply all your needs according to riches and glory when your needs are met. It's very easy. And so you have a need at the time and then, you know, you have some resources that can actually help you through Father, I trust you. You know, you can tell people, I trust this God, I trust this God. But then when when he's your only option, that makes it really, really hard. Makes it really, really hard. And so, imagine where you've put your trust in God for something and it didn't work out the same way and he's still telling you, trust me. Trust me. Ah, no. Tyler, it can be really, really hard. I will not deny the fact that it can be really, really hard. But if you take out time and you really look at your life, you would find out how many things really, really came out well. Now, I'm sure a lot of us have had this experience where... um, I really wish I could find a better example. Um, But for the lack of a better example, I'll just use this. And I would... um, I do it with all due respect. Where maybe you're on a journey and then all of a sudden the tire bursts or there's a mechanical fault in the car, electrical fault, or something just happens, right? And then you are stopped for... A while, maybe an hour, two hours, there's a certain level of delay. Um, 
and then um, you know you're frustrated like you're meant to be at a certain place at a certain time and all things are just going here while everything is just terrible it's just bad it's just you know now those things and then um, on your way you know, after things have been settled on your way, you now find out that either there was a robbery or there was an accident or something that you could have been part of. Now, you trusted God for a speed, you know, like um, very fast, swift journey. And then you now had that um, occurrence that somehow brought to delay. Right? Now, um, that that mishap that mishap right was actually a blessing in disguise because you could have been quick and fast either met up with the accident been involved in the accident or you'd have just been grasped by you know um these terrible kidnappers and everything i remember when i was coming back from bauchi um i had um there's this little delay that we had First of all, I had this uh, like terrible stomach upset where I had to like stop, and then along the line, just had to find one place to, you know, relieve myself. Then we now got to um, continue the journey, and then all of a sudden we heard this loud pop, like the tire just burst, and then we had to wait for a while. There was traffic at some point. I realized that I wasn't upset. Usually I would have been upset. I was thinking, okay, I have Koinonia and I need to be in Koinonia on time. You know, I wanted to make it in time for service and everything. Um, but then I think over time, because I'd come to understand the blessedness of some mishaps, I was able to become, and you know, I just thought about it that um, there must be a reason why all of this happened. And Lord, I'm grateful. There are so many things that work or there are so many things that God does behind the scenes that we are absolutely unaware of. And if certain things came the way we wanted, it would have either been more devastating, more um, heartbreaking, or would have put ourselves in in a terrible, terrible situation, in an absolutely, absolutely terrible situation, right? So, what do you do when what you prayed for doesn't come? What do you do when what you ordered from God is not what you actually get? Number one, first and foremost, be grateful. Be grateful. You see this thing they call gratitude. This thing they call gratitude is many a times it's... um, It's unappreciated. It's very, very underrated. And you see, gratitude has nothing to do with the needs being met. Because, you see, there's this narrative that we've pushed forward, you know. um, That um, gratitude brings about multiplication, you know. And so it's almost like you blackmail God into it. Like, you want more of something, so you're not grateful. No, it has to come from a sincere heart that sees the heart of the person that was meant to do something for you. 
be grateful. I think there's this part of Ecclesiastes, it should be in chapter 5, from verse 1 or 2 and 2, um, where it talks about when you come over to the house of the Lord, um, let your words be few because God is in heaven and you're on earth, giving the indication where God sees more than we do. You get our vision is limited. Our vision is absolutely limited. And so we have to come to God from the place of gratitude and be like, Father, thank you. I know that I didn't get what I wanted or it didn't come in the way that I wanted it, but thank you. Sometimes you'll have to express gratitude in pain. That's just the truth. Sometimes you may have to express gratitude in pain, through pain. Oh, Father, I trusted you for 100,000. And it was 15,000 that came. But Father, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Oh, Father, I trusted you for this, but it was delayed. Lord, I'm grateful. Heart of gratitude will always set you apart, Tyler. Number two, ask the Lord what you should do in that situation. Lord, do you want me to wait? Or especially if he gives you a resource, is there something I meant to do with that resource? Do you understand? Or, you know, just ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you require of me now? And then after that instruction, trust him. I know saying this thing is easy. It's easier said than done. Trust it. Like, trusting God is easier said than it is done. But then, understand that there will be many times. In fact, life has proven that many times there are certain things that we desire that we don't get in the way that we want. And it's okay, Tyler. It's really okay. It's our response to those situations. It's our response to those moments that really, really bring a turnaround for us. Those are the things that really, really do matter. Our response to those situations. Oh, you trusted God for admission, it didn't come. Be grateful. And then trust Him. Find out if there are things that you need to do, but be grateful. I remember I wanted to go to OAU. But then God turned it to APU through my father's anger and my uncle's influence moved me to ABU and that's how I got to meet Apostle Selma and that's how I got to meet Prophet Jangfa that's how I got to meet Pastor Chintok that's how I got to meet a whole host of people that are a blessing to me now I didn't finish from ABU you could you know listen to my story on um, my battle with depression part one I didn't finish from ABU I had to leave you know, I had to leave the school and everything. And then I now went to ATPU. And that's why I met another set of great people. And so it was like a disappointment for me moving from ABU down to ATPU. Do you understand? But then 
the way God fashioned it out, a lot of the people that are pillars in my life are people that I've met in ETBU. That's in Bauchi. And my going, my being in ABU helped me spiritually. My going to ATBU helped me help other people. So you can see that, yes, each of these instances had their own levels of disappointment. I remember when I was in camp, NYC camp, God told me, Binga, I would, I would bring you to Zaria. And while I was in camp, um, I did have the opportunity to choose where I wanted to serve. And God told me, no, allow me to take you to Zaria. And when the posting came out, I was posted to Kadru, a local government that was reading with crisis. Uh, there was no bank there. Um, things just went, you know, haywire. They were like really, really bad, extremely terrible. And then I had issues with my bank, BVN issues and everything. But then apparently the school that I was attached to, one of the teachers, his wife is, uh, worked with the court and so they were able to give me an affidavit for free do you understand so I was able to resolve that issue with my bank I was able to meet students I was able to help them you know set them on their path career path you know it was it was really a blessing and then there was this crisis moment that happened um, there was this crisis moment that happened that we were now all moved out um, and then I was taken to where Zaria God fulfilled his promise. He just did it in his way, not mine. And I think I'll leave this with us, Tyler. If God promises, trust me, he would fulfill it. Trust me, he would fulfill it. It just may not come the way that we want or the way that we expect. But trust me, eventually, God will come through for you. And so I think one of the things that would really help is to take into consideration through scripture how many people God promised things and the fact that he really, really answered every single one of them. Everyone received the promise. It may not have come in the manner and in the timing that they expected, but everyone did receive the promise. I don't know if I've shared this song before, but then song I wrote years ago that made a lot of sense like last week or so or two weeks back. Um, it says, your deeds are ever before me. Your benefits I won't forget. Because every miracle I've ever seen or heard assures me, Lord, you'll do it again. O faithful God, God of wonders, God of glory. O faithful God, you are good, you never change. Oh, faithful God, you are Lord and you are able to do that mighty miracle again. That I have looked upon your promises, Lord, for so long. And I have seen you come through for so many people that my own case is not going to be different. So in as much as, Lord, as it is painful that it didn't come the way that I wanted, I know that it will still come. And when it comes, it will be more than I've ever dreamed. Right, So if you're going through anything right now, Tyler, I want you to know that what all things work together for your good. Right? All things work together for your good. So um, this is me saying, um, ah, 
Bite not done yet and I know that I forgot how to end it. I really hope that this episode blessed you, right? I really really do hope that it blessed you. And yes, yeah, so please and please, you know, you can still be part of the community if you want to. Um we're still trying to put one or two things in place um for our you know merch and all but you know keep on trusting god with us that everything will work out well right and you know please reach out on instagram um at d underscore tyler you know reach out to me on instagram if you have questions you need answers or anything it would be an honor you know to you know um, hear from you um you could also share your own stories with me you know via the email um, at dear tyler that's deartyler at gmail.com. You, know, you can share your own stories, things that you feel that would be beneficial to others, right? Um, and then, yes, please and please keep on sharing the podcast with others. Share, let the world know about Dear Tyler, right? So this is me signing out. Remember that I love you, I believe in you, and I'm always, always rooting for you. Bye.